ice in our veins, sparks gonna fly. The beast is awake, orange, black, and white. Cause when the jungle come alive, who day we ignite in us? Cincinnati, we gon' rise in us. In the jungle, we unite in us. Dripping orange and black and white. Who day when we fight, live and die in these tribes? Wake up the beast, every damn day is a feast. Time to bust it off the leash. In the jungle, dripping heat. Tigers strike the city streets. East side, stand up. West side, stand up. If you reppin', who Cincinnati jungle fitted, who they in our house we win it. Orange and black and white we build it. Earn our stripes, you know we kill it. Bleed our colors, jungle dripping. Nasty natty, yeah we live it. Lift the crowd, hit the city loud. Yeah we feasting now, fit the bounce, make the city howl. Now we beastin' now. Thunder through the tunnel, from the sideline to the huddle. Stripes we tatted on the jungle when we flex that. Who they muscle on Cincinnati, we gon' rise in the in the jungle we. What's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm the Iceman, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of Gift Vader and Blacklight Productions. And if you guys have not went to the YouTube channel, Blacklight Productions Cincinnati, go there, check out the video, download it, get them as many views as we can. We're trying to get this out there, get it played at the stadium, get it on Spotify. All that stuff. Sorry, I'm coming to you from this camera, but that one decided not to work today. So you guys give me up close and personal. Now, to be a favor, if you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. Another big day yesterday. I'm up to 1,330 subscribers. That is awesome. As always, I appreciate every single one of you guys. Now, if you're watching it on Facebook or Twitter, do me a favor. Go to the YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscribe button hit the bell for the notification so every time i go live you'll be notified and also exclusively in the youtube channel we're doing super chat so please if you want to support what i'm doing give me a super chat i would greatly appreciate it now i'm coming to you live from the ice bar and the ice bar is brought to you by t properties t properties quality housing for quality people check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs all right guys just like yesterday 
I had a whole bunch of stuff for the Reds, which I do. You know, I got stuff for the Reds. We can talk about that. But it's brought to my attention yesterday about Mike Florios and Chris Sims. And I didn't watch it yesterday. I, I don't watch them. I mean, I, I really don't. Um, but I did go back and watch this segment. I made it through about a minute of it, and I had to turn it off before I started getting sick. Um, the <laughs> narrative, again, for the national media is ridiculous. Yes, Alex, it should be fired. <laughs> yeah, I want, Sims is a fool. I agree with you. Uh, it's They literally said <laughs> that Joe Burrow is being forced to play. Seriously? Had they paid attention to anything Joe Burrow has said or done since he's been in Cincinnati? The man wanted to get hit in preseason last year. He probably was ready to play the very first preseason game. They said, oh, he should have been put on the pup list, you know, because that's a major knee injury. But nope, they didn't do that. I'm like, well, if you went to mini camps and you went to training camp like I have about 30 freaking times, the only way you would know Joe Burrow has a knee injury is because of that big-ass knee brace on him. Other than that, he's been running around perfectly fine. And again, they're saying Joe Burrow doesn't want to be in Cincinnati. Why? Please don't, don't, whatever you don't go watch them. Don't go give them the views. I, I already told you what they said. Don't give them views. I think they should be fired, kicked off. You, it's just like uh, Ocho or Acho, whatever the hell his name is. I was on ESPN the other day saying the same stupid narrative. Do your homework. You're on a national broadcast. Yes, there's a, a lot of teams. But you know what? You're paid a lot of money to know exactly what's going on with those teams, not to make stuff up. And that's exactly what Flores and Sims did. Made it up. Completely, randomly, totally made it up based on absolutely nothing. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it's, I don't, why would anybody watch those guys? Natty, what's up? The national media wants any good players to go to the big market teams. Okay. I, I agree with you to a certain extent. What about the squealers? That's not a big market. If, if he was in Pittsburgh, if Joe Burrow was in Pittsburgh, oh my goodness. It, he's he's going to be the greatest quarterback ever. ever. They're saying that uh, Big Ben has found the fountain of youth and that he made one pump fake and it looked like the old Ben Roethlisberger of old. It's the same dumb crap. You're not, that's based on nothing. <laughs> oh my God. Blackthorn, what's up? Sims is a huge Bengal hater. I would love to know why they don't like the Bengals. I, I really would. I have no idea. I, it's just, what did the Bengals do to, to, and the only thing I think of, it's an easy pick. It's it's an easy thing to say. It's easy to just trash the Bengals. It's easy to say they don't know what they're doing. It's it's easy. It's it's a lazy way to get out of your job. <laughs> you know, it's an absolute lazy way to get out of your job. To just go, yeah, oh, I'm tired today, man. I, it's really hard writing down all this stuff and paying attention to 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 all these football teams. You know what? We're gonna talk about the Bengals. Ah, 
it's easy. The, the Bengals stink. You know, they're a terrible organization. Joe Burrow doesn't want to be there. I mean, come on. It's the safe stuff. We already know. We don't actually have to go and do our job and go find out exactly what's going on in Cincinnati. But, which, if Mike Florio, Chris, if you ever want to find out what's going on with the Bengals, check out Locked on Bengals. Check out the Orange and Black Insider Podcast. Check out Orange is the New Black Podcast. They know way more than you do. What? It's not even close. And, and I'm not trying to call anybody names, but that is ignorance. And ignorance is a lack of information. You are uninformed. You do not know what you are talking about. You know, that's what ignorant is. Chris Sims, Mike Florio are ignorant. They don't know what they're talking about. They have no clue. And they're on and I, NBC. Why, why, why do you have those guys on there? Why? You know, they, ESPN, why do you pay these guys? And I know they get paid a lot of money to, to do the same stuff over and over and over again. Why does anybody watch them? I don't. I mean, if I want to know about what's going on with the Bengals, I'm checking out Locked on Bengals. I'm checking out Cincy Jungle. I'm checking out James Rapine. These are the guys I'm checking out. I, I'm not paying one second attention to the, what these guys in the national media are saying unless somebody brings it up to me. Blackthorn, what's up? Uh, question for you. Does the ma- national media hate us? Does the national media hate for us make you angry? Yes. Well, it's not, it's not even hate. It's ignorance. I, I, look, I work. I don't get paid for this except for whatever I make on the YouTube channel. Um, I work really hard at trying to be informed about what I'm talking about, about my team. You know, and if people ask me about stuff, Sometimes I might be like, I don't know. Like somebody asked me the other day about about a, a defensive end for the Bengals, and I didn't know, I didn't have any info on him. And I'll admit I don't know. These guys think they should know everything, which they should know everything. And so it's not the hate; it's the ignorance, it's the lack of pre- preparedness, preparation. You know, I went to radio school. You know, twenty some years ago, you should take at least an hour or more to prepare for a show. So you have all your information so you know what you're talking about. And these guys don't do it. <laughs> Chris Sims is is credible. I don't know if he's credible or not. Unless I've read that word wrong. <laughs> Natty. I'm indifferent because I expect them to hate on the Bengals. Uh Samuel, did you see the did you get your Bengals face mask? Um, I have not checked my mail. Uh, I've been busy, so I don't know. I'll I'll let you know uh, when I I'll let you know when I get it. But right now, it, it might be in the mailbox. I don't know. I've been busy trying to <laughs> get stuff written down and figure out what I'm going to talk about with the Bengals today. Good Bengals headlines don't sell. Well, if they start winning, they're going to sell. Because I mean, look, everybody keeps saying that, but if you guys remember when we went to the playoffs for five straight years, we were one of the upper level teams, even though we didn't win a play. If you remember what ESPN was saying, they, they even said we were one of the model organizations back then. We drafted well. We kept our players. We did yada, yada, yada. This wasn't that long ago. So I, it, it's, it's a tired narrative that's happened the last couple of years since the Bengals have not been very good. So, oh, you guys blown up a little bit. Uh, hold on. Yep. Okay. Natty. You're next. Uh, over the last few years, there are more Bengals fans on YouTube, so I mostly follow them. Yeah, because 
because we're tired of what they're saying. We're because what they're you hit the nail on the head right there, Natty. That's why we're all jumping on Twitter, we're jumping on YouTube and all that stuff, and doing these shows about our team, especially the Bengals, because what the national narrative is saying is wrong, flat wrong. And I, dude, I hope Flores and Sims say something to me because <laughs> they're wrong. It's it's I, anyway. Uh fire to fuel fuel get them, bro. And that's that, exactly that's a great point, Chris. And that's what I'm saying. Let's see. My chip on my shoulder is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I hope Joe Burrows and the Bengals chip on their shoulder is getting bigger. Go prove everybody freaking wrong. You know, they're wrong about our organization. They're wrong about the Bengals. They're just flat wrong. And I did honestly, I would crack up laughing if those guys had a rebuttal. Oh, well, you know how all this stuff I said about the Bengals, oh, I was wrong, which, you know, the dumb thing is Florio, Florio won't do that. Because he flat said last year Joe Burrow did not want to come to Cincinnati, which was a lie, which was not ro- right. Never recanted it. Never said anything about it. Then he tries to bring it back up again to- yesterday. Again, it's wrong. It's a it's a flat lie. The man is lying. <laughs> Joe Burrow has never said he doesn't want to play for the Bengals. He wants to play for the Bengals. He wants to change the organization. Those are Joe Burrow's words. Ah. <sighs> Black floor. Most of the time, I just get used to the anti-bagel stuff, but sometimes I don't get it and get mad. Gets old sometimes, dude. I, like I said, I get mad about it. That's why I come on here and I tweet about it and everything because I somebody's got to fight back. You know, look, I'm a fighter, <laughs> not not a physical. I don't fight, but physically fight. But I'll fight you back. You know, if what you're saying is wrong about my teams or whatever, no, I'm going to call you out. That it's you, especially if you're getting paid for it. You know, that's what drives me nuts. And they get paid a lot. And they have a huge platform on, on NBC, SN, and ESPN and all that. Samuel. Chris Sim is legit. I said Burrow should come out week four, too. Burrow, Bengals fans got pissed and called me a Steelers fan. Okay, well, Samuel, I disagree with you. There's no reason for Joe Burrow to wait till week four. Uh, you were on the bridge the other day watching him. He's he's fine. I mean, he's not scared. Joe Burrow's not scared. I'm not scared. Play the man. What are you waiting? I mean, Carson Palmer got injured, and I said this before, in January. He played in the preseason the next year, and he played all the games, and he, ne- and he never had another knee injury until he, well, went to Arizona. So, I no, I'm, I'm not scared. I'm not scared. I'm tired. I'm tired of being scared. I'm tired. I'm, I'm, I'm not. Well, I've never been scared, but I ain't scared. You know, they they want to say what they want to say. That's fine. I'm going to call them out on it. Well, let's get to practice today, which I didn't get up on the bridge because it was in the morning. And uh, Joe Burrow didn't play. Just made his day getting ready for Sunday. Cam Sample was back out there. Trey Waynes did not play, which Trey Waynes isn't going to start. He's not going to play. Oh, I mean, he's going to start, but he's not going to. Play this Sunday anyway. All the defensive players are out. So, resting him, hopefully he gets better. Kind of a light day at practice today. You know, they're going through the run-throughs, getting ready for Sunday. Sunday is going to be a lot of fun. They got a lot of cool stuff that they've put in the jungle. I tweeted some pictures out today when I was down there. Hope you guys go to the Twitter and check them out. All right, Sammy, what's up? 
Carson Palmer and Joe Burrow have different types of playing styles. No, that's okay. <laughs> Burrow, okay. You're saying Burrow scrambles around? That's okay. Yes, Burrow scrambles more than Carson Palmer does, but that that he's still a drop back quarterback. It's they're not. Yeah, it's a little different, but that has nothing to do with it. I mean, and if you and again, Samuel, you're up on the bridge. You saw him running around. Did you see him limping? Did you see anything wrong with him? He's looked like that since May, since June, probably when our mini camps started. That's the way he's looked. No limp, no nothing. He's throwing the ball great. There's n- absolutely no reason to wait till week four to start Joe Burrow. None whatsoever. Uh, what else you got? Carl Farmer was a gunslinger pocket passer. So is Burrow. <laughs> I mean, Burrow's not a Burrow's not RG three. That's what you're making it sound like. That, that's not him. Yes, he can move more than Carson, but that's that's not. He's a mobile quarterback. He's not a scrambling quarterback. Uh, let's see here, Daddy. Can't wait for the season to start already. Me too, brother. I am so excited. I I can't wait to get in there and, and cheer on Joe Burrow on Sunday. That's why I want I'm. I want everybody to get in there early. We need to sell this thing out, sell out the season. Cool the great. I read comments saying that the Bengals have no weapons and is the historically worst organization and needs to be disbanded. Mike Brown needs to be kicked absolutely insane. Okay, again, you're right. They have no idea what they're talking about. Um, we have weapons. We are not a historically worst franchise. We have went to two Super Bowls. I can name Jacksonville hasn't gone. The Detroit Lions have not gone ever to a Super Bowl. So I'm not saying any team is a worst organization and no team needs to be disbanded. But the narrative that we have no weapons, which they're saying that on this team right now, then they absolutely have no idea what they're talking about. Chris, Burrow is elite at extending plays. Yes, but that doesn't make him a scrambling quarterback. I mean, I agree with you. He, he is that. And I've, like I said, I've seen him run around and scramble and do the stuff he's always done. He looks exactly the same as he did last year. So that's where when Samuel's saying he should wait till week four, that's insane. <laughs> I'm sorry, Samuel, but that's insane, dude. There isn't any reason he should he should wait till uh, uh, week four. Blackthorn, hey, Ice, I saw on the news today that McPherson kicked Two weeks ago, <laughs> it still hasn't come down. <laughs> yeah, he might have. Uh, and I, like I said, man, I have never been more excited about a kicker in my entire life. <laughs> like, I, when, I, when he, I, I can't even, as many times I've been down there, I can't even remember a time where he missed a kick. Cybert has, not many. I mean, Cybert's, I mean, nothing gets Cybert. Cybert's actually pitched, kicked pretty well here in the, uh, Preseason. Natty, what's up? The NFL is moving toward guys scrambling out of the pocket and creating plays on their own. Yep. That is true. But they're still going to be pocket. I mean, that's what they're moving. I mean, they were, they're moving to, and I don't know if they're moving to, they've, they've had quarterbacks who can do that. I mean, the thing is, if you have, I don't care if you're a quarterback and you can sit in the pocket and you can throw the ball to a spot before the wide receiver moves. It doesn't matter if you scramble or not. If you're that good, you're good. 
I saw Joe Burrow do that last year a couple of times. That's what Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, that's what those guys do. And yes, he moves around. Hopefully the offensive line is better where he doesn't have to move around that much. You know, like I said, he's been moving fine. Uh, Samuel, I don't know. Washington football team and Dan Sire needs to be disbanded. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't think any team needs to be disbanded because, I mean, everybody likes their football team. I, I, I'm not I'm not hating against any football team. I mean, when I call the rappers the rappers, the browns, they're clowns, the clowns, and swear, it's all and just fun. You know, I mean, I want to beat them, but I don't think anybody should be disbanded. And I, I mean, it's football, man. It, you can't. It's fun. You know, nobody, I mean, nobody needs to talk bad about any other, anybody else's organization like that. I mean, trust me, we've been through the, the doldrums and hopefully we're going to get to the top of the mountain here soon. I mean, it's going to happen. I, I mean, because if you look at this way, and I, another example, I'll say the New England Patriots. Yes, they've won, won five, six Super Bowls. They went to two before Tom Brady and Bill Belichick got there. And that was with Robert Kraft owning them. Kraft owned them when they when Bill Parcells was their head coach. So things can change, and they can change dramatically. If you get that quarterback and you have that coach, and I think we do, things can change a lot. And it can change because, trust me, it, before, let's see, before 2001 when the Patriots won their first Super Bowl, trust me, they were not going to be considered a Good to great organization. They were an average, okay organization. It only takes two guys. Quarterback, head coach. I know we got the quarterback. think we got the head coach, but we'll see. Uh, let's see here. Nate. It's like they only take the negative news about the Bengals and ignore any of the good news. They literally... Nate made stuff up. That that's not even news. What Florios and Sims said is made up. It's a lie. They're saying Joe Burrow doesn't want to doesn't want to play. They're that they're saying the Bengals are making him play. That's a lie. <laughs> it's a flat lie. So it's not even taking any negative. It's not even taking news. It's just something they're making up and saying. It's not true. Aqua the Great, Aaron Rodgers, and Big Ben are elite at extending plays, and they're not scramblers. Yeah. I mean, Big Ben is definitely not a scrambler. He, he'll just – he's just bigger than everybody else and knock you off. Aaron is is a little bit more of a scrambler than, than uh, Big Ben is. Preston. Yeah, I see us doing really well this year. Just have to be consistent and healthy. Yeah, and think of – look. One more game, guys. I mean, yes, we lost Joseph Osai most likely for the year. But that is it so far. You know, hopefully everybody else, they got a little nagging stuff here and there, but you're going to have that. It's football. I mean, like <laughs> Dave Lapham said, he goes, the very first day of training camp is the best you're going to feel until February as a football player. Something always hurts. So, Long as they they can get out of the jungle without any big injuries, that's a good sign. And I know it drives us all nuts that we lost another draft pick, you know, to injury the first year. 
I don't know why that keeps happening, but it does. Chris, hear about Sean Wade being traded to the Patriots. Sorry, I know it's Bengals talk, but it's our our division. Um, I honestly did not hear that. Uh, that is interesting to me. Like I said, if I haven't heard it, I'll tell you. Uh, let's see, Preston. That's a lie. Straight up, bro is eager to play. Yes, I know. That is a lie. That is a f- flat lie where they say they're, he's, they're making them play. That's not true. And somebody should call him out on it. I mean, I, I think Joe Burrow should say, well, which uh, Joe Burrow's not even paying attention to social media or any of this stuff. Or he turned, which is good because he might be undergoing, you guys are idiots. <laughs> Blackthorn. Our ice, our biggest problem is Brown won't pay for players like JB3. That's what worries me the most. He won't pay to keep our best players. And see, that's another thing. He'll, and I said this yesterday, and I have to give credit to Anthony Kuzenza. He'll pay our players. They typically in their history don't pay a lot for guards and safeties. I don't know why. And that's where I agree with you. They have to change that narrative and pay for safeties and guards. You got to pay to keep them. They pay. Trust me, they pay quarterbacks. They pay defensive players. They play pay cornerbacks. They pay, and and that's another narrative where people say the Bengals will pay. That that's not true. <laughs> most of the time, they keep their own guys. Most of the time, and uh, but I do agree with you. They need to pay Jesse Bates. I mean, that, that if they lose him, that'll be oh my goodness, that'll be huge. Which uh, we're not going to lose him next year. Worst case, they can tag him. I don't want them to tag him. I just want them to sign him. So that's what I'm hoping gets announced here soon. I like. And I said this before a couple of years ago, and, and um, I can't remember which podcast it was, but they've said it a couple of times that AJ Green literally got on the plane to go either to the last preseason game or the first game of the season and signed his contract, contract extension. So there's still time for Jesse Bay. We still got like, what, 18 days until uh, first kick. So there's still time. And next week, there's no game. There's very limited practice. They're going to have a big weekend off. Who knows? Maybe maybe it'll get done then. I'm hoping, but that's just me hoping. I have no, I don't know. Uh, that. Nate. If it was up to Burrow, he would play the whole game. Sims is just a fool. Yeah, <laughs> Burrow would play the whole game. And I don't, I don't want him to play the whole game. And that's where Zach's got to come in and go, hold on. Let's come back in. Let's be honest. I, 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 I don't, I'll be surprised. He's going to throw the ball, but he ain't going to, I don't think he's going to throw the ball deep. I mean, it'd be so cool if he comes in, taps his helmet, audibles or something else, and just chucks it the first play of the game. That would be cool. I don't see that happening in the, the preseason game. I wouldn't rule it out for the uh, first game of the season, though, against Minnesota. That I wouldn't rule out. You never know what's going to happen there. But I think it's going to be a couple hands-offs and, you know, screen to chase or hit. Uh, ooh, Zama out in the flat or something like that. I don't think it's going to be a whole lot. You know, I mean, the drive. Now, one thing that's interesting, if it's a, like Paul Dater Jr. asked you know, asked him, asked Zach on Wednesday, what if it's a 12-play, you know, opening drive? You know, you're going to pull him out in the middle of it, and, and Zach goes, everything's on the table. So Zach, had, and like I said, Zach has a number of snaps that he wants Joe Burrow to take, jackpot Joe Burrow to take. So, of course, he's not going to tell us. So there is a number. I mean, if it's a long drive, <laughs> he could get yanked out and put Brandon Allen in. We'll see. Uh, Sammy, 
Joe Mixon is Joe Burrow's number one security guard. That and I think CJ Uzama. I think they are definitely the two big uh, blankets for him this year. Because if you guys remember, and I know people have talked about Uzama and all this stuff. If you remember the first two games, him and and, and Joe had a connection. So I, I, I think I would be surprised if first couple passes are to Uzama. Everybody keeps saying it's going to be the chase. Yeah, not necessarily. We'll see. Blackthorn. Do you think if since he doesn't sign JB3 and instead tags him, it'll make him want out? Uh, I don't think he'll be happy about it. But put it this way. Money talks. If they give him the money and the contract that he is happy with, he'll get over it. <laughs> you know? I mean, I'm, I mean, money – winning and money makes thing, life a lot easier. So I don't think he'll be happy about it. I won't be happy about it. I'm Like I said, I'm praying that they, they sign him before the beginning of the season. And, I, and like I said, I'll be honest, I am literally surprised that they haven't signed him, especially if they got Hubbard done. I was like, all right, cool. We got him done. Now Bates is next, which is true. I just didn't think it'd take this long. All right, Nate. We really need to extend Bates. He's an uh, he's elite and the defensive leader. I I agree with all of that. He is elite and the defensive leader for sure. And I cannot wait until Sunday. And the cool thing is they they are adding stuff to the jungle. And like I said, I tweeted out some pictures earlier on my Twitter handle. Go to Sports of Strawberry Ice Twitter handle at Jeff A. Trenopole that uh, they got the rule of the jungle stage and the chair. And from the back of it, it looks like the chair, you know, the rule of the jungle chair that where they had the uh, new stripes uh, promo when they unveiled the, uh, the new uniforms. It looks like that's the chair. I don't know what the front of it looks like. Somebody asked me, how'd you get inside? I didn't. I just zoomed in and took a picture in between the, uh, the, f- <laughs> the fence links and that's a fence chain. That's, and that's what I got. So, and it's, they got the rule of jungle on the side. This is all in the South end zone in the uh, tiger den section 158. So make sure if you guys are going in and look, if you guys are have young kids and you're worried about going to a football game with the, the stuff that happens at football games, you know, preseason is the time to go. It's going to be more laid back. It's not a big bash. I mean, I'm gonna get there. Early. I'm gonna get there at 12. Cause I got a lot of people I want to see. Um, but that's a this is a perfect game to go get some tickets for. You know, like I said, it's a um, preseason game. Joe Burrow is going to be there, and you could actually say that you were there when Joe Burrow made his first start back after his knee injury. So I think it's a pretty cool uh, thing to go to. Also, next Saturday, I can't wait. The Bearcats are playing, baby. So we have. Let's see, one more week of fake football, and then next Saturday, college football starts. And I cannot wait. And I'm trying so hard to get Chad Brundle on my show, but he's so busy. I can't get – I'm trying to get a hold of Justin Williams from The Athletic. He won't answer me back. So, you guys tweet at Justin Williams. Say, hey, come on, Strawberry Show. <laughs> uh, let's see here. All right, Blackthorn. Do you think Burrow's personality may be trying – to take on too much too fast. F- too fast. I asked because that was a vibe I sensed from him. No, honestly, I don't. I, I think 
his personality and his his vibe are a lot like and I and I can't stand this guy, but <laughs> Joe Montana, Joe Cool, Joe Montana was not cocky, just confident in what he could do, and that's where I think Joe Burrow is. I mean, Boomer Esiason was was like that, you know. Ken Anderson's like that, you know. These are guys that are just confident in their abilities, and and, and they he had they had the the ability and and the fortitude to attack everything that is put in front of them. You know, that's just their mindset. It's just the way they're wired. So no, I don't I don't think it's bothering him a bit. And I said about Evan McPherson, he's just got that confidence i've never i mean and that's why he kicks the ball straight and kicks it 500 yards you know so we'll see natty okay if the franchise tags Bates, they're still paying him like top five safeties yep so they should get a long-term contract i completely agree with you natty i mean who know who was on here when i said that they were talking about we're gonna talk about that exact same thing if you tag Bates, you're paying him top five money. Well, I'll just sign him for that. <laughs> you know, I, I completely agree. That's where I'm like, I, that's where I'm like, I don't know where the Bengals heads at. Cause your only, only other option. If you don't sign him is to tag him. You're going to pay him top five already. So, you know, whatever your money is, it's going to be there. He wants to go up from that. So give him a little bit more or whatever and sign him. <laughs> Let's get this over with. It really to me, it shouldn't be that difficult. I, I mean, I, I have trust that they're going to get it done. I don't think they're going to let him go. Because like I said, they usually sign their own guys normally. I mean, every once in a while, they'll let guys leave, like Carl Lawson. <laughs> but it does happen. But most of the time, they re-sign their own players. Aquila the Great, what is our biggest need during the 2022 draft? Mm, that's a good question. Uh, it's a little early for that, but uh, mine are guard, defense, and quarterback. I don't. I think we're going to be good on guard, to be honest. I think we got at least three of them, future guards, and Michael. And I'm going to throw it out there, Michael Jordan. Unless he takes a step backwards, he's looking pretty good. Michael Jordan, uh, uh, Jackson Carmen, and Deontay Smith. I think all three of those could potentially be our future guards, and if not, uh, Deontay Smith could kick out the tackle. Um, for me. I, I kind of agree with the cornerback. It just depends. It's, it's so early to say that right now, dude. I would say cornerback, but it depends on who they resign, you know, on the team right now. So that's it's it's kind of like I'm, and that's kind of like I didn't go all in on Team Chase till I figured out what they were going to do on in free agency. If they did not sign Riley Reef, I was going to be Team Sewell. You know, you got to you got to draft him. So that's where I'm kind of like I have to wait and see what they do in free agency, which is. I'm sorry, is cool as hell because for years we never even paid attention to the free agency because the Bengals didn't sign anybody. So again, national narrative, it's wrong. They're changing. Uh, let's see here. Crip. Game day on Sunday is on local TV here. Really? In Myrtle Beach. Ric Flair. Woo! Who day, baby? <laughs> That's awesome. I wonder how you why you I wonder how you guys are getting it. It's on local TV. Wow. Huh. That's cool. Hey, Ice. This is a Blackthorn. What's your most prized Bengals possession? Ooh. 
do you have some kind of memory or something that means the most to you? Ah, oh, that's a good question. Actually, yeah, I recently got it. <laughs> um, I got a, I'm not going to say who gave it to, gave it to me because they told me to keep it quiet, but I got a football, a, it's not a game use. It's a practice football from the Bengals uh, facility. <laughs> I, and I didn't steal it. Somebody gave it to me, but it's either that or my, um, I'm looking at my stuff right now, my Houdé beer. And I have a six pack of the Houdé beer, Houdé beer. It's original canned beer in them at all from 1981. And no, I have not drank them. And no, I don't intend on drinking it because I'm pretty sure I'd get sick <laughs> if I drank it. But yeah, that's probably, those are probably my two, two most favorite right now. Most covered. I got I got a lot of other stuff. I have so much stuff to pick in here. <laughs> Looking around, there's a lot. Uh, anyway, all right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, Blackthorn just saying hi to, to to crap. You guys are having your own conversation. I see. That's fine. Have your own conversation. <laughs> uh, what you say? The practice ball is scarred. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's scarred up. It's. But the cool thing is, it's, it's actually got Bengals on it, so it's it's an official official football. So I, I like it a lot. Josh, what's up? Oh yeah, let's get to the Darius Hodge stuff here. We can talk about this, but yeah, I I agree. Darius Hodge should make the team. Dude just has something about him. I think they need to keep him around. Yeah. Um. Let's get to this. Uh. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. I had a very good article from Charlie Goldschmidt that I want to get you guys to go out and read about Darius Hodge. And um, it's worth checking out. Just talking about after basically one pass rush that the linebackers coach knew he had something with Darius Hodge. And he was a line a linebacker in college. He played at, here's a, from this is from uh, Charlie Goldschmidt's, Article, but Hodge was a two-year starter at Marshall, earned all-conference USA recognition during his redshirt junior season, while Hodge sporadically lined up on the line of scrimmage. He was an outside linebacker, though. His college career, in his three three years at Marshall, he had 117 tackles and just 15.5 sacks. But some of the stuff he said that he's – he'll play (laughs) in the article. He even said – that he would play left tackle for the Bengals. <laughs> so, I mean, this is, a, this is a good picture right here. I, I like this. This is from the article, too, where Hodge is using leverage that he the technique that he's learning from the Bengals coaching staff of how to get under the offensive lineman and get past them. Now, I'm very excited. I'm hoping we see this on Sunday, him going after the quarterback and making some plays. Because since there is none of the starters are playing uh, on defense. Darius Hodge is going to get a lot. I don't know about a lot. Depends how much, how long the starters for Miami play, but he's going to get a lot of snaps. And this is a big game for him to really solidify him on the roster. Um, I think it's a big game for Jackson Carmen and Deontay Smith. And I'll tell you this: somebody brought man, it might have been Jake Lisko and I or, or James Rapine. I can't remember. But if Deontay Smith played last week and he 
played good and he didn't suffer from the dehydration like he did the week before, there's a very good chance that he could have been our starting guard. But since he didn't play, I think it's going to be Spain and Serafilia. But if him or Jackson ball out tomorrow, things could change, but I really do think on our offensive line it's going to be um, Serafilia and Spain. But like I said, I could see later on the year one or both Deontay Smith and Jax Carmen starting a guard. I mean, you never know. It can happen. But I, I'm I'm the biggest one I want to see tomorrow night. I want to see Hodge. Because, like I said yesterday, I am more concerned about trying to replace what we lost in Joseph Osai. Not that Hodge can replace everything that I think Joseph Osai was bringing to the table. But if he can come close, if he can, if he can be in the rotation, you know, which the thing is. One thing they said when Trey Henderson came here is that he cleaned up a lot of sacks. You know, other guys got pressure and he cleaned them up. And they're like, well, the Bengals don't have experts. We're saying the Bengals don't have that. Well, Joseph Osai and Cam Sample, or I keep saying, yeah, no, it's Cam Sample. Is that right? Cam Sample, we would have had that. We still could have it with Hodges and Sample and Hubbard. And hey, you got to look at DJ Reader. He has him and Larry Ogunjobi. Had been putting a lot of pressure up the middle on quarterbacks in preseason. Again, it's preseason, so you got to take it with what it is. But my point is, if Hodge can get into the rotation and we can get the pressure that we, we've been getting on pre, in preseason, Trey Henderson is going to clean it up a lot. So his 15 and a half sacks last year, I think he's got a shot of, of getting to that or exceeding that this year, to be honest, with the guys that I think – are going to play like they, they have been. You know, they've been playing very, very well. Again, it's preseason, but it's been against two really good offensive lines. So we'll see. Uh, Aquil the Great. My dad gave me his Bengals stuff from the 80s. Sweet. He said he's done with the team, but hopes for success. Burrow's injury broke him. <laughs> I know. Um, did. <laughs> I won't say it broke me, but I was depressed for a while. I will, I will definitely, definitely say that. Trust me, I, my uncle, Uncle Bob, who went to, who had season tickets back in '81, and went to the Freezer Bowl and actually went to the Super Bowl. Uh, he still watches. And if you're watching Uncle Bob, I know you still watch the Bengals. He doesn't go down there anymore, and he doesn't support them like he used to. But Blackthorn, trust me, your dad will come back around. You know, everybody says they give up. Wait till they start winning. See what happens. Uh, or not, yeah, a quill. Sorry, that's it. Blackthorn, a quill. I think his. Uh, I think your dad will come back around. Blackthorn. I don't think Spain is going to give up his spot. He's doing well. Yeah. The only thing I'll say this: that penalty he got last week. I that that's the zone blocking that the Bengals and, and Frank Pollock are trying to do. I think Deontay Smith is is more athletic and quicker and, and can get out there and get that block without getting caught for the hold or called for the hold. Those are the things. That's I, that's where I think the difference is between – and I love Spain. There's nothing against Spain at all. But that's where I think Deontay Smith, with his athleticism and his length, is just a difference maker at guard than Spain is. And like I said, Maybe, you know, maybe that they don't start till next year. We'll see. Uh, 
Like I said, what'd you say, Thornhead? Yeah. I love how fast we got past the Sims thing. Oh, I'm not past it. I'm just, I don't know what else to say. I mean, <laughs> they're uneducated. Crown. Yes. The Reds gained a game on San Diego yesterday, Iceman. Yes, they did, which is awesome. They are taking on the Miami Marlins, which I have to make sure I say Miami Marlins because forever they were the Florida Marlins. And we got Wiley Miley on the mound tonight. And the Reds also made an acquisition today from waivers, which I don't think's bad at all. As, as I hope I'm saying his name right. It's Drupal Cabrera, who's an infielder. And he's not starting tonight, which I mean, I didn't expect him to start tonight. Um, but I can see him. Oh, I get that meant. I can see a Strubal Cabrera maybe possibly getting some playing time at third base. And if he can hit, because right now we got two third basemen and neither one of them are hitting very well. As Drupal Cabrera was a big contributor to the Washington Nationals in their World Series run in 2019. So he's a legit veteran. He can play uh, multiple positions in the infield. I don't think it's a bad move at all. Now, like I said, now this is what's interesting is Max Schrock is back up. And he's playing in left field tonight. Um, against the starter instead of Aquino or Shogo, because neither one of them unfortunately are hitting very well. But we got India, Nyquin, Castellanos, Vado, Mustakas, Farmer, Tucker Barnhart, Shock, and Wiley, Miley. And the starters tonight, you got Miley. Let me see here. Wade Miley is 10-4 with a 2.88 ERA versus Zach Thompson, 2-5 with a 2.97 ERA. It's a three-game series. Hopefully, we go in there and sweep them. Just sweep them, get it over with. You know? uh, let's see here. Oh, here. Let me get back to here. Preston. I kind of like what I've seen out of Sample if he stays healthy. Yes, I agree. With you. And, and I'm happy to see that he was back at practice again today. So um, he's he they're going to need something out of him, which I think they're going to get it. Um, But I am I am impressed with him. I mean, I was happy with him when they traded him and or trade drafted drafted him. And I like what I've seen from him. I really liked Osai. Osai really flashed samples, flashed a little bit, but hopefully he'll he'll. Uh, keep stepping up and, and getting better. That's another one I'm going to keep an eye on Sunday, number 96. Uh, Preston, yeah, I was bummed over Burroughs injury. I quit watching the season. Super Bowl included. Wow. I got faith in this this year. That's I, – I, I couldn't um, – I couldn't do that. I like football too much. <laughs> I still like my big ones too much. I still uh, – I still watched them. I'm a glutton for punishment. Uh, I see Preston. I like Deontay Smith better than Serafilia, but we will see how he does in the starting lineup Sunday. Yeah, and that, that's that's the thing. I think it's a big if if um, Deontay Smith or uh, Jackson Carmen flash or stand out, uh, they could take his spot. I don't think Spain. I really don't think Spain's in trouble. I think Serafilia might be, maybe, uh, but we'll see. And that's what's got to happen. Or you know, they got to. Make big, big plays. I think for to 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 for them to start 
um, over Serafili right now. And the thing is, look, Jackson Carmen has gotten better. I mean, he's slowly getting better. And that's sometimes that's the way it is. You know, I know second round pick, we want him to, to flash and take off right now. Sometimes guys develop a little slower. You know, things how he's, like I said, he's learning a new position. He played tackle the whole time. Now he's playing guard. Like I said before, it's like you're playing tackle, it's like you're playing in an open field. And then you go play guard, you're playing in a phone booth. Which, if you guys, young guys don't know what a phone booth is, it used to be a thing on the street. It was a square. It had a phone, phone in it. We'd call. We had to put quarters in it. <laughs> it wasn't very big. <laughs> That's what a phone booth is. <laughs> uh, Good theory, thanks. Um, I think you mean the one for the uh, guards. I think that's what you're talking about, Thorne. Uh, let's see here, Preston. He was getting into place in Washington game. Uh, you talk about who are you talking about? Uh, which which one? Because there's a couple of different guys that were. Let's see here, uh, Preston. Spain, cool. He just moves slow. Yeah, that and that's the thing. He can't move slow. That's the thing. That's Exactly my point right there. Deontay Smith moves a lot faster. And if you're doing the zone zone schemes, you got to get out in front of people. You know, the zone blocking for the run game, that's a big thing for the, for the Bengals. So that's why I would not be surprised if Deontay Smith eventually starts. And I know, you know, they want Jackson Carmen to start because they drafted him. So as I said, you know, November, October, it might be, those two might be our starting, starting guards. You never know. We'll find out. Just a theory I have. Blackthorn, ice. Next year's NFL is allowing alternate uniforms. What do you think of the 60s era Bengals throwbacks? Oh, I like them as throwbacks. Yeah, I would like to see. Yes, I, I would like to see them do that with the uh, even the Bengal, the old Bengal helmet. I think that would be cool. I don't want them ever to go back to that helmet all the time. I, I want the stripes. You know, that's our thing is the stripes. So I don't want them ever to to uh to do that. But I for throwback, yes. The 60s, 70s era, that, that would be cool. You know, the one I mean, people some people say you can do the uh the late 80s one where they had the leaping tiger. But to me, like if it's a throwback and you want it to look something a lot different than what you had now, and that's the biggest change, you know, that we we had from changing the helmet and everything. So the throwback ones, yes, I would like I like to see those. Uh, Preston. <laughs> I remember phone booths as well. I'm 40. Just look young. <laughs> hey, brother, I'm with you. I'm 46. Are oh, you talking about Cam Sample? Yes, Cam Sample. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I thought he made some good good plays in that game. So yeah, I, I'm very like I said. I think Duke Tobin really in the last two drafts has hit on almost everybody. If you look at the 2020 draft and the 2021 draft. I think we got some pretty good players in two drafts. So hats off to Duke Tobin. I think he did pretty good. And again, I've said this before. He hit on almost everything when we're doing that five-year playoff run. You know, he has struck out on offensive linemen. Hopefully that's changing with Deontay Smith and Jackson Carmen. Foxy. Superman used to change in their phone booths. Yep, exactly. Which is funny. Well, they have a new, a new uh, Superman movies now. They they don't go to phone phone booths. 
But in the old cartoons, that's where Superman went and changed every time he'd find a phone booth and go change in there. <laughs> that's another thing we need. We got, you know, a Bengals Flash. We got Bengals Batman. We got Bengals Bengalorian. We got Bengals Captain. We need a we need a Bengals Superman. And no, that's not me. But actually, well, that back there, I'll be that'll be my my uh, my cape. I'll be wearing <laughs> wearing Sunday. So if you see a guy wear with a flag as a cape, that's me. You guys can come find me that that way. <laughs> um, Charles, what's up? Uh, I feel like oh yeah, talking major baseball here. I feel like MLB owners are all cheap outside of the Dodgers and Yankees. Yeah, they all want to claim poor. Uh, yeah, I agree with you on that. I, I just, I, I, it drives me nuts. I mean, they do make more money. I mean, I'm not gonna say they don't. The Dodgers and Yankees. I mean, Yankees. Hell, they got their own freaking network. They make more money, but it's still. The Reds and these other small market teams, like, like I said, I, the Cubs. I cannot believe. I still cannot believe to this day the Cubs traded everybody. They didn't sign any of those guys. Now, the thing, last couple of years, the, the Scrubs, sorry, the Scrubs had a good team and they barely added anything. They acted like they didn't have any money. I'm like, it's the freaking, it's Chicago. Yeah, you got money. Whatever, Preston. Yeah, those old helmets were trash. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan. I was never really a big fan of them even when I was a kid. I'm like, yeah, it just says Bengals. I'm like, yeah. But yeah, for throwback, I think it'd be cool. Crap, don't forget the camel suckers for caramel suckers for Joe on Sunday. I'll try not to fix, forget, buddy. I don't, I don't think I'm going to have a chance. I could throw them at him because <laughs> I'm right by the tunnel, but I might get in trouble for throwing stuff on the field. So, <laughs> uh, Preston, yeah, I hope Duke is right. Got it right. I do too. I do too. Hey, Ice, Blackthorn. <laughs> what did Mrs. Ice think about the Bengals beating the Bucks? She absolutely loved it. She's not listening to my show right now. <laughs> uh, no, she didn't like it. She was not very happy. I mean, she wasn't, you know. Like I said, if I had lost, it, I'm a bigger sore loser. But I mean, dude, they've won everything. Let me give me something. I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, Charles. I'm a Cubs fan and don't like the ownership. Yeah, I I wouldn't like the, I, I'd be if I was a Scrubs fan, I'd be pissed. Like, like you went through all those those years of of sucking and you hit the jackpot. But you literally hit the hit the jackpot. People like people are like, oh, you know, just go rebuild. It's not that easy. What the Cubs and the Astros did, it's not that easy. There's been lots of teams who've rebuilt and haven't hit like I mean the Cubs had Four guys that were all stars. It's they'll never they'll never do that again. I don't think. I mean, they're, they're gonna be good, but I don't think they're ever gonna be like that. If they would have added to their team, I'd, I'd be very upset if I was a Scrubs fan. Preston, I love the stripes helmet. I would love it if we could get the white stripes helmet. Yeah, and that's the thing that um, Emily. I think Parker was saying when she's on my show that next year for one game, they can have an alternate helmet, but she said, did say, I think, yeah, she said it had to be a version of a throwback or a version of the, was it the throwback or is it the version of the uniform alternate? It might just be the throwback. 
you might yeah so it might not be able to have the white helmet which actually somebody made one the white tiger helmet it looks cool as hell i retweeted it it's on my time twitter timeline you guys can go there and find it i greatly appreciate it now that brings me to the facebook groups that let me live stream and i appreciate every single one of them Houday Nation, Bengals Nation, Bengals Houday Nation, Cincinnati Bengals, the jungle, Bengals country, excuse me, Bengals country, Bearcat country, which next Saturday they're playing. We're going to keep that victory bell. Cincinnati Reds riding third, heading for home. The Ohio State Bucknuts, the Ice Bar, and then you can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. TikTok Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trenopole. TikTok is at Iceman90. I'll be pulling off the sound later on tonight. So if you missed any of the show and you want to listen to the podcast, which podcast has been blowing up, I appreciate you guys listening and downloading the podcast. It is awesome. It's going to be on Beanpod, Apple iTunes, Spotify, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. YouTubers, my originals. Like I said, I started with one subscriber. Now I'm up to 1,330. That is awesome. I, from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you guys. Seriously, you guys comment on the show. You're still commenting. It's, it's awesome. Comment on the show, watch the show, listening to the podcast, tweeting it out, telling everybody about it. I appreciate it. Um, let's see here. Oh, yeah, Robert Fox. Yes, I th- he said, she's talking about Emily Parker. I think she said they're trying to figure out the fine print of the helmet rule. Yes, because I think that is, I think the helmet if they'll let them, I think they're going to do the white helmet. If not, it's going to be a throwback. And I think you're right on that, Robert. I can't – that that rings the bell what she said when she's on my show. Edward Chestnut, what's up? Welcome to the show. Lots of people are sleeping on the Bengals this year. We have a very solid young team now. The defense is going to be top 15 unit. If we stay healthy, we're going to, going to sneak into the playoffs. Who day? Dude, I – couldn't have said that any better. I mean, I I want to get through one last preseason game with no major injuries, and then s- September starts. I'll be in the jungle. I'll be in Section 158. I'll be cheering my head off. I can't not wait. We got the ruler of the jungle, James Brown. It's going to be fun. Robert Fox. Yes, and the Reds have a 73 73- percent chance of making the playoffs go red legs well right now the ends it ends now they're in and like i said i don't want to play the one game playoff i don't want to face matt scherzer but i will take that i would rather do that than not make the playoffs i would rather like i said i want to win the world series i want to win the super bowl but i would rather go to the playoffs and lose like people ask me this about the Bengals. does it suck going to playoffs and losing five years in a row i said yeah you know it sucks worse not even had a chance at the playoffs that's worse. I want to win the whole thing. But but if you if, if the question is, you win the Super Bowl and you have, in the next five years, you stink, will you take that? Absolutely, I'll take that. But my opinion is I think the Bengals have a shot at being very, very good for a while this year. So, as my boy, Jeremy, Dimebag these Nuts, likes to say, remember one thing. 
and one thing only, and that is you don't live in Cleveland, you live in Cincinnati, so act like it. Who day? And that's just sports, baby. See ya! Cincinnati jungle fitted, who they in our house, we win it. Orange and black and white, we build it. Our-